Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. You are listening to the official broadcast of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University, a university on a mission. I got to tell you, friends, you got to go to ccu.edu and see what this university is doing. Think about all the universities in Colorado right now out there pushing a radical leftist agenda that our country is rooted in uh, racist traditions that need to be overturned, that the entire system needs to be remade and teaching thousands of young people to go forth into their careers with that type of belief. It's, it's leading to a real problem in our nation. Education, the most important issue, in my opinion, t- the top issue at the 2022 Western Conservative Summit. And CCU is teaching students that Western civilization is good. It uh, is making a difference in this world, and they're teaching the foundations of what makes Western civilization unique. I'm hosting in studio the Don himself, the new chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, and we're talking about Western civilization, what this is and why it's so important. And the left has sought over the last probably few decades, really, but really picking up steam right now, this notion that Western civilization is evil, it has led to tremendous problems and suffering and, and class differences, and it needs to be overturned. We saw it in the kind of New York Times 1619 project that even kind of traditional academics said that this went way too far and was not academically honest. And, and so we're dealing with a real situation in our society right now that looks at our roots and our foundations and says all of it is problematic. It needs to be totally uh, dispelled with, and we need to uh, bring in a, a whole new worldview that's honestly based upon a kind of a Marxist worldview of, of equity, not equality. But Dr. Sweeting, tell me a little bit why you think we're facing these challenges in our culture right now. Well, first of all, let me remind you that universities are rated and ranked on all kinds of things, Jeff. Um, and uh, there's one organization, ACTA, the American Association of College Trustees and Alumni, that rates them based on the curriculum, the core curriculum that they offer. And they've noticed in universities across the country that there's this curriculum creep um, throwing out core and just making it a a chaotic cafeteria selection of subjects. And in that uh, process, they've let go of teaching English, teaching basic science, teaching basic math, uh, teaching uh, basic history, American history, and Western civilization. Uh, so they, there are colleges that are going back to this and saying, we're going to insist that every student get this incredibly important basis for their education. And CCU is one of them. We get an A rating. There are only two universities Uh, or colleges and universities in Colorado that get an A rating, Colorado Christian University and the Air Force Academy. Mm. And it's because of their core curriculum. And part of that core is we we insist on teaching about our our civilization. Uh, 
that's well, what we do. Well, like the Air Force Academy, I'd like to have some jet flyovers of CCU, maybe during our soccer <laughs> yeah. games I'd or any of those. During our convocation, <laughs> right. you know, or the, the, the beginning of the academic year. I think that would be highly appropriate. Speaking of unique little moments of Colorado Christian University, I'm going on a total tangent here. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Uh, I'm yes. going to talk about the bagpipes. Yes, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to bring that up? Yeah, I knew you were. I mean, how else do you... It's, it's my Scottish heritage, but but uh, you know you know why bagpipers walk when they when they play no to get away from the sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, for some it's the music of heaven, for others it's not. But um, I love it, and so we start start out with bagpipers, and often we'll have them at the graduation as well. And not only just during those events, I remember just some random days there would be a bagpiper walking around the campus of CCU. Yeah, sometimes. often on May Day. May you know, Day is so, that, so not a random spring. day, but yeah, yeah, yeah very. Very uh, intentional. So let's get back into why the left doesn't like Western civilization. Yeah, what, put give, it, give me their perspective. Put it in can. big, big historical perspective, just as there are moments of order in history where civilizations are ordered and they grow and they flourish. There are times of disorder where they fall apart. Uh, you think of... Um, uh, different at times in, in Greek history uh, and in Roman history. So the Republic was falling apart. And then as the empire fell apart. And uh, so, so we're, the Western world is living in a time of growing disorder mm. uh, where we've, we're rejecting that heritage. And what are we rejecting it for? Well, for increased secularization, uh, nihilism, uh, there is no meaning, absolute freedom. And, and so there's an incredible loss of faith that's um, behind this. Mm. And with the promotion of new faiths that aren't enough to sustain our civilization. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you believe, if you're a nihilist, you know, you believe in nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you, and so I've, I've heard uh, it said that, you know, these days so many college students are told that um, you should despise your, your past because it's terribly impressive. You should deplore your present because you're you're a victim, and you should despair of your future because we're all going to fry in global warm, warming, and it, and that's that's what that's the faith you end up with, you graduate with, and there's no hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not we're not that way. We want to teach them to appreciate their past, the best of the past, um, and watch out for the worst of the past, and also to um, uh, give thanks for their 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 present, and not be victims, but be responsible and resilient, and and then have hope for the future, and of course. The gospel animates that hope. And there's a notion of, I believe it was C.S. Lewis that called it chronological snobbery that just moves through universities right now, that somehow we are at the peak of human understanding when we can't even say what a woman is, but somehow we're at the peak of human understanding. And going back to your notion of disorder, I think the kind of genderless movement right now where you have 60-plus genders and a complete lack of understanding and then these kids these kids that are getting surgeries done on their bodies mutilating perfectly healthy bodies based upon this disordered understanding Mm -hmm. that they're going to get to 30 years old 40 years old and i sure hope they can sue into the ground the doctors that did this to them but the there are real consequences to this. We're not just dealing with the ethereal here. Right. We're dealing with serious consequences that affect people. Uh, young people are hopeless 
as a result of this disorder. They have no idea what this world is all about. There's no natural law. There's no foundation. There's no truth. Well, there's a, you, you put your finger on it, uh, reminding us of that uh, quotation by C.S. Lewis that, you know, we think we are the, the uh, um, high point of, of civilization, of yeah. history. And, and it is arrogant because that means we're not going to learn from the past. In fact, the progressive understanding of history is often – um, a disdain for the past because things are moving forward. Why do we need the past? We don't. We don't need to learn from it. We don't need to teach the history of economics or the history of anything. Um, whereas a conservative uh, approach says, look, there are great things from the past that we need to learn and transmit to our students. Great thoughts, great ideas, great books, great lives. Um, but that's all kind of blown away when when you're you're railing against any kind of hierarchy. You're not willing to say anything is great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a rebellion against great because yeah. it's elitist. I mean, how do you have a university when you get rid of all that? I, I, it's, it's impossible. So um, there, you know, we saw this rebellion start, I think, in the 1980s. Uh, re- remember in Stanford, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but at Stanford there was this re- rebellion against Western civilization being taught. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Western civ has got to go and all that kind of thing. That it's dark and uh, racist and sexist and oppressive and all that, amplifying, um, magnifying the flaws of Western civilization and minimizing the achievements of it. Uh, and, of course, that has um, morphed today where we were taking down statues, not just of, of people of questionable character, but you know, Frederick Douglass, and, and you go, What's, what are we drinking? What Kool-Aid have we, have we taken on? We're, and, and, of course, then we are the, the, the morally virtuous ones. And I just wonder what future generations are going to look back and say about us. But right. We don't go there. Right. Well, and what I've found about this generation uh, as I engage in the public policy square, as I'm talking with reporters on a daily basis, is that this modern generation believes it has values but can't mm-hmm. actually define them. They're entirely emotive. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was having a conversation with a reporter from Westward Magazine. We're talking about this marriage issue. And I just asked her, what is marriage? I asked her that simple definition, what is marriage? And she didn't have an answer for it. But she could say that, well, you know, if you're going to restrict it to only one man and one woman, you're, in, you're, you're a bigot, you're, you're homophobic, you're, you're out of uh, touch with... Uh, where we are as a society today, but she couldn't actually provide me with what a definition was. So, Christ- because it, it's it depends upon the individual person. It's my truth and your truth. There is no ultimate truth. Right. And when you get rid of reality and of you know belief in let's say human nature, and uh, uh, then everything is boiled down to your emotions and my emotions or the will to power. Uh, there's nothing to to judge us or to that we're accountable to. And you reject 2,000-plus years of engagement on these issues. You know, mm-hmm. one, one, the one thing that's kind of unique about the Christian worldview is that we faced thousands of years of criticism, of pressing, of pulling, of, of pushing and prodding to figure this thing out. But emotive-based, individual emotive-based reasoning, which isn't even reasoning, it's just purely... That's passions, right? right? It's just, it's just it re- passion. It often rejects reason. It rejects reason. And the minute you press them, it falls apart like a house of cards and they get upset. And they, they, that's where our modern, edu- quote unquote, educated elites are these days. And they're writing laws 
for our nation. Mm. That's one of the most important things for people to understand. We are speaking with the new chancellor at Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting. We're going to continue this conversation about Western civilization. When we come back, I'm going to ask him about a whole series of lectures he's been hosting about coming into the pillars of Western civilization, people like Adam Smith and Shakespeare, and why it's so important to pass this knowledge on to the next generation. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.